Welcome to the Powerful Whispers podcast. I'm your host, Krista Joy. In today's episode, my guest Tina shares her life as a truth seeker who eventually found salvation and a deeper connection with God. My special guest shares what it's like finding her purpose in Christ. She also discusses the power of surrendering to God's plan. Tune in as we talk a little bit about the beauty of Finland, her homeland, and the presence of God in nature, along with the transformative impact of Jesus Christ's message. Get ready to be inspired and challenged as we seek to uncover the truth and find inner peace with the Lord. Welcome to Powerful Whispers, the podcast that dives into the extraordinary whispers of God in real and practical ways. Together, we will explore how God speaks to us regarding our body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Krista Joy, and I'm excited to have you join me on this journey. As a foodie and a dietitian, I might even sprinkle in some simple food hacks. Let's get ready to dive into the powerful whispers of God and uncover these hidden gems. Hello and welcome to another episode of Powerful Whispers. I am so thrilled today to have a good friend of mine who I only met a few short months ago. Her name is Tina Jara. I am so excited to have her here. She is calling in all the way from Finland. It was so special to meet Tina nine months ago when she actually interviewed me for her podcast, and she is such a sweet soul. I love her heart for the Lord. Tina is the creator and founder of God Led Life YouTube channel, a channel you definitely want to check out. And I love the fact that she is really a global citizen. I can't even remember all the different countries that she has lived in. So with that, thank you, Tina, for being here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's so great to be here. It's, yes, it's so wonderful to see you again. It's been fun to follow you and, and see your encouraging YouTube videos that come up every week. I love how you are leaning into what God had asked you to do to interview others and share their faith journeys. So could you share a little bit about yourself? So... Um... I would say the first thing that also led me to Christ uh, two and a half years ago is I am a truth seeker. And, uh, and from my early adulthood, when I, I had been great at school and I had a great job and promising career ahead of me, uh, someone or something stopped me and I started thinking, hmm, who am I really? What is my life purpose? What is this humanity world all about? Why am I here? And especially if I am now in the place where I am able to fulfill my life's purpose. So that uh, led me to a long, many years, a decades journey seeking the truth. And um uh, that is, uh, that has really marked my life, like seeking the truth. It took me a while to find the truth, but glory to God, I found it. And uh, I was deceived along the way many, many times, but 
that is really someone who I am uh, also talking about the world, what's going on in the world, always looking behind the scenes and not not just believing the first story and not even the second story. So really looking both individually and collectively, what is this really about? And of course, the most important truth is our Lord and Savior, Jesus yes. Christ and his message and his everything that he is and everything that he does for us and for the humanity. I love that God was reaching out to you all that time. He was he was whispering to you. He's like, come, come, get to know me, find me. He was really it was like drawing you nearer to him so that you could ask Jesus into your life. What was the moment when you realized that uh, it, the importance of asking Jesus into your life? I can say exactly it was for 18 years, I was, I was on a, this um, personal development, um, spiritual, new age, uh, alternative medicine journey, where I did not leave any stone unturned. I was seeking the truth. I was wanting to heal. I wanted to get free from my family or past uh, burdens, heal my wounds, become whole and step into my purpose. And uh, there were um, a few occasions where Jesus actually came to me and called me. For example, when I had a near-death near experience, um, when I was 10 years old, and I, I was sure I would die it was a, a big wave caught me and i totally surrendered and it must have been jesus who saved me and then later on i i got uh, very ill i was in the hospital everyone around me was so scared and then all of a sudden i was filled with peace and i i heard an not audible voice Dina, everything is everything is good you are taken care of. And I had this supernatural peace and all the fears fell away. But I still didn't quite get it. And many years went on. I was often on a downward spirals uh, that is very typical to the personal development industry and, um, and new age healing that is not true healing at all. And, but what then really happened, and I was also someone, as uh, Krista described, I call myself a global citizen, of course, first and foremost, I, I am a, a kingdom citizen in God's kingdom. But in the world, like moving a lot, living in different countries, cities, and, and on the one hand, and then uh, during the COVID lockdowns, I was living in Melbourne, Australia, which was like worldwide, uh, like the lockdown capital. We had one lockdown, harsh lockdown after in, uh, another. And who wanted to run away? Me. Yep. But I couldn't. Oh, this dear. time I could not. I tried to force the doors open to run away, but God just came and slammed it to the diner. You are not going anywhere. So I was forced to stay put. And through that process, I got the message 
about the truth and who Jesus Christ really is, who God really is, who the Holy Spirit really is, and the Bible and the prophecies and everything. So, and that that came um, in the physical world that actually came through a friend who had also been saved from New Age a few um, years prior. So thanks to her, uh, Shona Dog, uh, my good Facebook friend, thanks to her, I got saved. Wow, and, uh, that's amazing story. Yes, <laughs> I am always amazed during the lockdown Oh, what was meant for evil, God turned for good. There was so many powerful testimonies like yourself. Like, God's like, okay, stop now. I'm here. Listen to me. That is amazing. So how long after you became saved did you stay in Australia? Yeah, so that was also a, an interesting story because I had been wanting to move away from Melbourne uh, to another city in Australia, which is a more of a subtropical area in the state of Queensland. And then I couldn't move because of all the lockdowns and, and, and border closures and everything. And, and then I just wanted to move away. Not, not just because of the lockdowns, because I had this call in my heart. I knew I was not meant to stay in Melbourne. And then in the end, I was totally confused as to where I'm supposed to go, what I am supposed to do and when. And in that time, God was kind of pruning me and, and doing things. So it was exactly six months after I got saved. So I got saved in March um, uh, twenty. 21 around my 45th birthday and six months later it was totally unexpected i didn't seek it i didn't plan it but the holy spirit called me to get baptized in spite of lockdowns in my own uh, bath tube in my home via zoom <laughs> That. that is amazing oh yes it was amazing yes and it was full on uh, so i was so filled with the holy spirit and the following day early september 2021 so six months later more or less uh, jesus started to call me back home to my original promised land finland yes. and uh, one month later in spite of numerous obstacles and insecurities, but with God, everything is possible, I landed in Finland. That's a miracle right there. I, I know several people that are, are living in Australia, so I know their lockdowns were so challenging. But God, he makes a way where there seems to be no way. And he got you exactly. out of there back to your homeland. I love that you call it your promised land. That's beautiful. That is what I heard talking about whispers. Yes. <laughs> that yes. is what I heard. That oh, is what Jesus said to me, your original promised land. And you have been now wandering and being all around the world and it had it all had a purpose. But that time is over now. Now we bring you back to your promised mm. land. And that also reminds me uh, of some <laughs> Bible stories where the Israelites didn't really appreciate what they had mm -hmm. and uh, and didn't appreciate their God. And the same, I did not, I was born and raised um, in Finland. 
but I didn't really appreciate my country. Yeah. I didn't see all the goodness, all the blessings that are here. Mm. And I, I started to seek the the green cross on the other side of the fence. And I went further away and further away. And, um, and that also contributed to me being led astray because I wasn't surrounded by Christian or godly, um, godly people. Yes. So that, that really is my original promised land nice. here in Finland. So I'm curious about Finland. Do you, I guess about the churches, because I don't know anything about the Christian culture in Finland. Is there a number of um, Christian churches there or God-fearing people that are in Finland? So Finland um, is maybe, if we take in the European scale, or maybe even in the uh, world scale, I would say what I'm observing, what I've seen myself, Finland is one of the most Christian countries. Okay, yes. Um, what I have heard, uh, of course, I have no uh, statistical evidence sure. about these things. So what I heard from... Um, from someone who has been a believer for decades and decades. Um, he said that in the 1990s, Finland was the most Christian country in Europe. Okay. And that's why he wanted to move to Finland. But he ended up in Israel because God called he them and uh, he's a chief. Has been gone down the hill in terms of the Christian roots and the being God-fearing, of course, all these trends have come here too and compared to the 1990s. It's much worse here in Finland, but in comparison, I see it is still uh, much more original in that way, much, much more humble, much more grounded. But of course, there is also a lot of deception and a lot of uh, even distorted gospel, even within uh, Christianity and so on. So there is a lot of differences. Um, but it is like here in Finland, it is like when I watch some YouTube videos from the US or from, yeah, from North America, there is a, often a lot of like, like charis charismatic elements and mm. Finland is much, much, much more down to earth and it's not like charismatic and charismatic is often really not, not, uh, not even the poor possible, but, um, Yes, so in comparison, it is still okay. a, a very good good place in that okay. sense, too. Yeah. Well, I just feel to say, I love that you are in Finland and that there's roots of great Christians there and that you can help light the fire with God's help to rekindle the flames that were there before. So I'm excited for your, your journey. Thank you. I would, I would love to know how you set the stage to welcome the Lord's presence throughout your day. I know that you, you're a busy lady, you, you work full time and you're, you're very busy, but it's there some uh, words of wisdom that you can share with the, the listeners on how you, you welcome the Lord's presence throughout your day. 
So first of all, uh, I would say I have been so as a background story too, and then I answer to your answer your question. Great. So I know you you mean it very well when you said that I am a busy lady, and I really have things to do, and uh, and so. But I have never adopted that mantra that I am busy because okay. I believe that we also create that mental hurry by okay. repeating it. Um, I believe it's a matter of setting the right priorities and and uh, and uh, often with the Holy Spirit, you yes. can get so much done in a short period of time without exhaustion. And um, and also. To answer your question is, even though I wasn't saved uh, for those 18 years I was in the new, even here, God is what the enemy meant for our bad and for our destruction. God is using for his glory and for his purposes because I have always been a, a quite of a sensitive person. And uh, like also turning to nature and animals and, and being able to kind of communicate in that way too. But while I was in this new age journey, I meditated a lot for 18 years. Back then, of course, that meditation was not godly and I do not recommend it to anyone because I wasn't protected by God's kingdom. Yes. I was inviting all kinds of spirits in and of course demonic spirits and things like that. But in that but that that was a powerful training as well to to sit quietly and be be in silence and be still and uh, actually once I got used to it I needed it and I mm -hmm. still need it so so and then when I got saved and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and I stopped these kind of meditations and closed the doors and uh, all the doors and windows and everything to the demonic spirits and ungodly meditations because I have all that practice. Yeah. It's natural and relatively easy for me to invite it. On the one hand, while I have my, my, I'm in the secret place in the mornings with the Lord, then uh, when I go for walks in the nature, um, I feel his presence and I often get some guidance as well. And also during the day, sometimes I just stop internally and, and, and say something or just be a little bit of stop a little bit. Um, and then... Yeah, it's mainly these dedicated moments for him in nature and in small moments in between during my day. But sometimes if it's, as you call, busy day, <laughs> a lot going on, I don't always notice to stop and do that. But I still believe that that, that sensitivity is there through all that practice and training. I trust that. Thank you so much for explaining before Christ and after Christ in and the meditation that the the new age opening the wrong doors and and obviously how you you had to close all those doors and windows but that's so helpful for others who might have been on the same journey as you have used to follow the new age and how to really close those doors and open new doors up with Jesus. Oh, that was just a beautiful explanation. Thank you.
Do you have a life lesson that you would love to share like with your younger self and how um, helped you walk with the Lord for the last couple of years? The first lesson that comes to my mind has to do with, uh, with what, I, what I said earlier of being a truth seeker. And knowing what I know now and having experienced what I have experienced so far, I would say to my younger self that even, even though I was already like like truth seeker as a younger me, quite early on, I would still say, seek the truth more relentlessly and don't settle to even 99.99% truth. Don't settle. Because even though I called myself always truth seeker and I know the truth, but I didn't. And um, in the truth that I believed in back then, there was some real truths. But as soon as you mix it, even if it's a little tiny bit, it is not truth. And um, and even though I thought I was not settling, I was still settling. So this is what I would say. Seek the truth and don't settle. And seek until you find, knock until it is open to you, and ask until you get an answer that really brings you that peace that only Jesus Christ can be uh, bring. Because I got on that... Uh, untruthful path. I got so many messages. I got so much advice. I got so many explanations, but it were they were very wordy, often very complicated, okay. and they did not uh, bring that inner peace and that um, sustainable, durable transformation that only the Word of God only the truth of God, only Jesus Christ can bring. So seek seek the truth and don't settle. Because when you have found the 100% truth, you know. You know. Yes. Amen. That is so great because the devil, he, he knows what's in the Bible. And so he he knows how to give some truth, but not all the truth. But, but if he's giving you some truth, you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds good because that sounds true. But he knows also how to, to twist it. And so I love exactly. that 100% truth. Exactly. To seek that. That's yes. And one more thing that I would yes. like to add to that, uh, that also the truth is often depends on the person, of course, where you don't think to look. And the truth can be so close Mm -hmm. and it can be so much simpler. That is what I found. I was looking, going far away and complicated things. But the truth was very close. That was the truth, actually, that I'm sure my grandmother was praying (laughs) decades ago. (laughs) And the truth that I kind of indirectly got a lot of influences from my childhood and the truth that is in the Bible that I had rejected because Mm -hmm. of of course the enemy's work is to turn our back to God and and his truth so 
also look where nobody's looking. That's good. Definitely not the the mainstream people out there. <laughs> yes, seek it out for yourself. That's beautiful. Exactly. Well, speaking of truth, I would love to know some one or more encouraging Bible verses that you have clung to. And there are two verses that come to my mind first. There are many of them, but two that really are the top two. Um, I don't know where the other is from, but I just know the word verse. The first is from Psalm 23. This is from the uh, King James Version that I love to read. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Meaning that the Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. And this is such a calming calming verse it it makes me feel so safe and that i have everything in the lord and it gives so much inner peace and security and the other one is also going towards a, a, a bit in in that direction is be still and know that i am god and these two stick to me a lot because I am someone who, who used to be a very like high performer and trying to give a lot of effort to make things happen and control freak and, and things like that. And now it's, it, it, it is so amazing to be able to surrender to the Lord, be still and know that he has everything figured out. He, ha he is in control of everything. He has got my back and all the parts of me and um, and that I don't need to be in action all the time but it, it's it's just so calming and I um, I love those verses absolutely and I was thinking like when you're when you're still and know that he is God like you're you're surrendering yourself you're, you're letting him yeah. take control which I know for me is hard I was yeah. a, I'm a recovering perfectionist. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. to have God take, take control. Absolutely. Yeah, I can relate to that too. So. <laughs> so I was thinking back to when you were talking about the busyness, which Americans, we feel like being busy means that we're productive. And um, I almost feel I can just speak for myself. Like it gives us worth when we're busy. And so reflecting on this verse, you know, being still, it's not being busy. We're, again, surrendering ourselves. I'm wondering if there's something to, is it what God has revealed to you about being still? Or is, is there also some part of that cultural that it's like Americans like to be busy and the rest of the world thinks that we're just too busy. Mm, yes, that uh, I am busy. I am busy. I I I have heard it in many other countries too. Okay. So it's very widespread. It is really. It has to do with both with my own uh, personality or habits. Let's say with my own habits, but also of course the cultural conditioning and because of course what we see around us, we think that. I need to do the same or or being afraid of just surrendering. It can be very scary 
to, to surrender when you are not used to do it. But on the other side, um, looking back when I was not saved and I was following these false teachings and at the mercy of these uh, all these weird ungodly spirits, I'm glad that I didn't surrender to them. <laughs> so it's also when we are with the Lord, then we have the safety and security to surrender. Mm. Yes. So it is, it is both, but a lot of my, if, if things are getting hectic or na na na, of course it's, it's my kind of my own, own doing, my own habits. So yes. he's certainly teaching, teaching this as well and the power of it. Yes. Amen. Mm. I agree. There's, it's been difficult for me to learn how to be still mm. and let God have his way. And, um, but the more that I am still, then I am always blown away by what God can do. It's funny, like, okay, I know that, but I have to do it more. <laughs> I have to get in a better practice of daily surrender, right? So, Tina, I would love if you could share a beautiful body tip with the listeners. It's kind of switching gears a little bit. Hmm. Can I share two? Absolutely. So the first is really exercising outside daily, no matter the weather. I have been doing it actually, okay, back since I was teenager. So it's been 35 years now. At the beginning, in the first years, it, it, it maybe wasn't quite daily, but several times a week. Now, for many, many years, it's been daily. So exercising outside daily and something that you really enjoy doing that is really like suitable for your body and for that brings you this, uh, the exercise, but also calmness and groundedness. And so that is my first body tip is and not only for the body benefits but it is so good for your mind and for your soul mm -hmm. being in nature and having the fresh air and also imagine doing it for years every single I do it every morning early in the morning and the all the different nature landscapes that God paints every morning, how the weather is, how the light is, how, how the sun, sun, um, sun rises, if the sun is rising, the, 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 everything. And those who are not out there, they are missing out so much. And that said, the scene for the whole day and I just when I come from out there I'm just so happy and lifted up and of course God's presence is so felt mm. out there too so that is very very important for me and I love that you mentioned that because in Finland it's cold there for part of the year but you're still going out and you're enjoying God's presence in nature even when it's cold yeah, and we also need to remember I've been doing it while living in five different countries, like mm -hmm. 
uh, in the summer in Spain or in Austria, uh, in Australia. So summer, winter, autumn, spring. So and those different seasons, different weathers, just amazing. Yeah. I love that for your beautiful uh, body tip number one. What's number two? And the, the number two is, I don't want to sound like I'm marketing something, but I just need to mention this because this is the truth. This is a fact like the, the water that I drink, the, it's uh, alkalized water. I have a kind of a uh, water machine next to my tap and it, uh, it has titanium plates. And um, it alkalizes my water and, and it adds, makes the molecules like high in hydrogen okay. that is absorbed by my body and, and uh, hydrates my body. And I am saying it because um, since I moved to Finland, here in Finland, the tap water is really good. <laughs> the tap water here is really, really good. <laughs> so I would think that I don't need this Kangen water. I can just drink the tap water, but my body knew. My body knew because okay. um, early in June, uh, early in this summer, uh, I had to replace the filter in the, and they had some delay, uh, delay in the delivery, like it's very typical nowadays that all the right. deliveries and supply happens. issues. Yeah, so I had to uh, drink the tap water, which is very good in Finland. Yeah. And after a few days, I was like, "This taste is so bad." And oh, no. I'm like, like I'm water, like a water snap snob now. <laughs> like this taste is so heavy because I am used to this high hydrogen water. Yeah. And then I put a put back the old filter because I, this is always better than this tap water. <laughs> And I am not criticizing or blaming the tap water in Finland through this, but this is the this is my little luxury, this Sangen water that I have at home. And that is so good for my body. I feel it every day. Nice. And I was surprised myself how good it is because I didn't realize it until I lost it for a while, <laughs> you know? Well, I feel like there is a wonderful biblical lesson in what you're saying here. It's like when you've gone away from that pure word of God that you find in the Bible, and then you're having more worldly, <laughs> good water there, then you're having more worldly words come at you that when you go back to the Bible, that you're like, wow, I didn't know how much I missed the truth. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love how that. How much it nourishes me, yeah. the truth, how much it's, yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Would you be able to share with me the link afterwards? And I would love to put the link to this water filter that you have in the show notes in case we're able to get that here in the United States or wherever people Absolute, are listening. Yeah, they are sold all over the world. Yeah, okay. I'm happy to share that. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would love to share with the listeners today? Seek God with all your heart, mind and soul and be still yes. and know that he is God. Yes. He has got everything covered and we can really be safe with him because when i was in the world like both symbolically and 
geographically. I felt so unsafe, insecure in many ways. And for a good reason, because this world is Satan's playground. So it was not surprising. But then with Jesus and in God's kingdom, it is the safest and most beautiful place that there can be. And uh, in stillness, God really can be found, even though he is with us all the time. But it is a, we can also hear him, no matter what the channel it is, how we hear him, it's different for everyone. Or maybe we have multiple ways in which we can hear him. But be still and know that he is God and he has everything figured figured out and we can trust him in everything even though and especially when things are not going according to our hopes and expectations because he always have a bigger and better plan and he always delivers he is such an amazing good God amen beautifully said thank you Taina, could you please share with everyone how they can connect with you, where they can find you? The best place to find me is on YouTube um, at the Godlet Life YouTube channel. So you also need to type in the search box uh, God minus let life and you can find me there. I am also on on Facebook um, currently on a Facebook of social media fast uh, upon commandment of the Lord and it's doing me so good. So the best place is YouTube or Facebook. Wonderful. And yes, I encourage everyone to check it out because Taina has such beautiful interviews. I have enjoyed listening to so many of them of listening to others' faith journeys. So as I wrap up today, Taina, I would love to pray for you and those listening. Is that all right? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Oh, dear Jesus, thank you so much for you, who you are, your goodness, your peace that you give each of us, Lord. I pray that you are watching over all of those listening today, Lord. May you speak to their hearts, to their minds, to their souls and the spirit that they come to know you more, that you direct them in uh, the Bible, that how they should read the Bible, what they should read, Lord. Uh, thank you so much for Tina. Thank you for her faithfulness to you. Um, I love watching how you have moved in her life so powerfully. May you continue to bless her as she follows your um, mandates, your guidance, um, Lord, just please continue to open the doors for her. I ask all this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Tina, thank you so much for being my guest today. It has been such a joy having you here. It was an, a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much and all glory to God. Amen. Well, God bless everyone. Thank you for joining me today as we explore the powerful whispers of God. I hope you've been inspired, uplifted, and equipped with practical ways to experience His presence in your everyday life. 
A special thank you to those who have rated, shared, or commented on my podcast. Your input warms my heart. Remember, the journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with me on my website at kristajoyministries.com and be sure to sign up for my newsletter on my main webpage. Or connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Powerful Whispers Podcast to continue the conversation and stay updated on upcoming episodes. Until next time, I'm Krista Joy signing off. May your journey be blessed with an abundance of God's whispers for you. And make sure to grab hold of the gentle nudges from God.